I'm Jessica Lynn Verde, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, five minutes of science fiction history for May 25th. On a cloudy and mostly pleasant evening in Hollywood, a throng of moviegoers arrived at the famous Grauman's Egyptian Theater to see a new science fiction film with the simple and innocuous title, Alien. The poster for the film revealed very little regarding the plot, showing some kind of egg-dripping glowing yellow something floating above a lumpy grid-like surface. The only real indication of how different this film would be from other science fiction of the period was its tagline, in space, no one can hear you scream. In most theaters that day, that was all the information that many moviegoers had about the film that they were about to see. But at the Egyptian theater, there was a completely different experience awaiting them. Grauman's Egyptian Theater is the birthplace of the big movie premiere. On Wednesday, October 8, 1922, the film Robin Hood, starring legendary actor Douglas Fairbanks, opened at the Egyptian, and a new era of Hollywood was born. The premiere of Robin Hood was filled with spectacle and fanfare, with stars on hand, searchlights panning the skies, and a stage outside the actual theater entrance where an elaborate pre-movie prologue performance was given. While the prologue stage presentations had ended decades ago, there was still spectacle to be seen for most of these premieres. Thus, when it came time for the premiere of Dan O'Bannon's unconventional and unexpected film Alien, showcasing the art of H.R. Geiger and introducing the world to lived-in spaceships and xenomorphic aliens, the experience of seeing it at the legendary Egyptian theater was suitably unique. Arriving at the theater on Hollywood Boulevard, moviegoers would walk through a pseudo-forest complete with life-size alien eggs. After that, guests would walk through a section of the Nostromo's corridors, exiting via a door in the chamber of the ship's computer core named Mother. As you exited the ship's section, you were immediately face-to-face with a life-size reproduction of one of the film's most impressive props, the space jockey, or as we now know him, the engineer. It was a spectacular exhibition of art and design from the film, and moviegoers saw right away how different this movie was going to be. Among other things, they saw that this adventure was not going to be set in a clean, pristine, sleek starship like Star Trek's Enterprise. No, this ship was going to be dark, dank, grungy, and lived in. Some of the guests had been aware of that. If they paid attention to the magazines of the era, that alien had had a long and somewhat troubled production history before it finally got its visionary director, Ridley Scott, at the helm. It had multiple titles, including They Bite and Star Beast. O'Bannon had had to pay Geiger out of his own pocket for his initial art, and O'Bannon originally offered it to B-movie legendary producer and director Roger Corman. Corman thought the script was fantastic, but advised O'Bannon to try and find a studio that could spend the amount of money that he thought the script demanded. Like the production of the film itself, the amazing display at the premiere of the film at the Egyptian was not without its problems. The life-size space jockey in the courtyard was made of what some claim was basically styrofoam, and just a few days after the opening, someone in the courtyard, whether accidentally or on purpose, is still hotly debated to this day, managed to light the replica prop on fire with a cigarette lighter. The spectacular display of props and art for Alien was an amazing look at the making of what was to be 
become not only a major film, but a defining one in the genre of science fiction horror. For those who managed to see the premiere at the beginning, in the couple of days before the larger-than-life space jockey went up in a ball of flame, the experience must have truly been a memorable one, which is only fitting given that originally this movie's name was Memory. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for May 25th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment. Executive producer, Rod Roddenberry. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.rottenberry.com.